girl, I needed this. You were right. I should have come out sooner. I know. It's so good to see you, sis. What's this DJ's name again? Oh, my God. You don't know? Ugh. You are gonna love him. How's it hanging, party people? I have returned, yes. It is I, DJ Old Phone Rain Tones. Let's kick it with a classic. Arthur Fuggin, president, CEO, and founder of the Fuggin Beer Company. You know, when I started this company, I knew that we would sell lots and lots of beer. How did I know that, you ask? Well, because I've got probably the greatest last name in the history of last names, Fuggin. It just sounds like success, doesn't it? And no matter what I attach my name to, people buy it. I guess I'm just lucky like that. But it didn't start with me. It started with my great-grandfather when he changed his name from Foglinski to Fuggin when he arrived in this great country, and he knew he was setting himself up for success. 
And ever since then, the Fuggin family has basically been printing money. From the Fuggin Car Company to the Fuggin Farming and Agricultural Centers, there's nothing that the Fuggin name isn't blasted on that doesn't put money in my pocket. Sure, you can say that I was handed everything that I could have ever dreamed of, and everything just came easy to me. And believe me, it was. And believe me, it did. But that didn't stop me from creating a beer company that shouldn't stop you from buying my beer. And that's why we're rolling out a brand new light beer that we stand behind 100%. You know, when I tried this beer down on the brew floor, I looked at our brewers dead in their eyes and said, this tastes like fuggin' piss. But goddammit will it sell. And that's right, fuggin' piss. Our newest light beer is available everywhere now. With only 300 calories and a smooth, bubbly mouthfeel, Fuggin' Piss will have you saying, well, it does taste just like that. Fuggin' Piss. So enjoy, and hey, please drink all fuggin' beer. Responsibly. Let's go drink fuggin' piss, y'all. Oh, fuggin' piss. Let's go drink fuggin' piss, y'all. Oh, fuckin' piss, come on now. Welcome back to America's favorite game show. Draw this bond from memory! That's right, it's Draw Vince Vaughn from Memory. Tonight's first round saw our returning champion eliminated when she failed to add Vince Vaughn's iconic handlebar mustache from the 2004 box office sensation Starsky and Hutch. Thankfully, our other two challengers didn't forget those beautiful whiskers, and so they are moving on to the final round. Let's put the time on the clock, and the contestant that successfully draws this next Vince Vaughn will automatically be entered into our Tournament of Champions. That's right, they'll be facing off with the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the victoriously drawn Vaughns. All right, contestants, pencils at the ready. You have a very generous 10 seconds, and with that time, a full portrait is completely doable. Draw for me now, Vincent Anthony Vaughn, America's sweetheart and the pride of Minneapolis, Minnesota, from the beginning, beginning being the key word here, gang, of the 2006 rom-com classic, The Breakup. And your time starts now. It looks like Chelsea is off to a very fast start, clearly remembering that lovable loaf of Vaughn from the 2006 blockbuster, The Breakup. But it seems that Matt is struggling to remember what timeless Vaughnian look was used while acting opposite of Rachel herself, Jennifer Aniston. But wait! He is furiously drawing now, hoping to get something in under the wire, and that's time! <coughs> Let's take a look at which Vince Vaughn you each drew from memory. Up first is Chelsea. Let's see what you drew. Oh, that's very impressive, Chelsea. Great work. And it appears to me that she has it right, judges. <coughs> oh! I'm sorry, Chelsea. The judges are telling me we can't accept that. It appears that you've drawn the spitting image of Vince Vaughn, but from the poster of the breakup, where, like the chameleon that he is, he appears very, 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 very different. Aww. His hair isn't the same in the movie, and neither is his weight. Remember, gang, that we wanted Mr. Vaughn from the beginning of the film, as he looks like a completely different person by the end of that same film. Sorry, Chelsea, but thanks for playing. Now let's go over to Matt. 
and see what he came up with. You remember that Matt struggled with time here, but maybe he pulled out a miracle, and no, he did not. Matt, I see that you were going for Vince Vaughn from the 2007 Christmas classic, Fred Claus, which has Vincent looking completely different, yet somehow the same once again. That is unfortunate, but Matt, thanks for playing. Join us next week as we'll have three new contestants trying to draw the greatest living actor from his seminal works in 2012's The Watch and True Detective Season 2. Bye-bye now, and see you next time on... Draw this Vaughn from Memory! Welcome back to Inside the Music, Canadian flavor. Last week we covered the most popular band in the history of the world, Nickelback. I wanna be great like Elvis without the tassels. I raid body gods that love to beat up bastards. Sign a couple lot of grass so I can eat my meals for free. And this week we turn our attention to the creative geniuses behind Finger Eleven. who, as we all know, had their breakout hit with 2003's chart topper, One Thing. But it wasn't until 2007 when they kicked down the door to the music world with their second to none single, Paralyzer. Paralyzer. Greatest song ever written, Paralyzer, was released on March 1st, 2007. Finger Eleven's frontman Scott Anderson has said that the single has a feel distinct from the rest of Finger Eleven's music, possessing more of a funk rock or dance rock sound. However, the song has also been characterized as alternative rock. The song received high airplay in both the United States and Canada, and was performed live on the March 14, 2007 episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and again 10 months later on January 9, 2008, in a testament to the longevity of the single's success. The song has surpassed one thing to be Finger Eleven's most successful single. But the song really captured the hearts and imaginations of every living being on the planet when singer Scott Anderson turned songwriting on its head and changed the way we think about rhyming words forever. At 50 seconds into this eternal anthem, singer Scott Anderson explodes the brains out of the back of our skulls with the immortal words, Well, I am imagining a dark lit place, or your place, or my place. Well, I am imagining a dark Stunning. Count them. Not one, not two, but three uses of the word place. Not only does Scott and the rest of the goddamn savages in Finger Eleven rhyme the word place with place once, they double dip and rhyme place with place again. A dark lit place, or your place, or my place. And the world has never been the same. Well, I am imagining a dark lit Sure, there have been other bands who have used the same word twice for a rhyming lyric, but nobody has ever had the brass cojones to do it three times. Simply put, brilliant. Rhyming the same word three times, 
genius. For Inside the Music Canadian Flavor, I'm Hank Crank. Good night. Well, I am imagining a darkling place For your place, all my place Well, I'm not paralyzed But I seem to be struck by you I wanna make you move Because you're standing still If your body's Hey there, kiddies. It's me, your old pal, five-hit Jimmy Caps, the pride of Milltown. And you know why they call me five hits, right? Oh, you don't? Well, pull up a chair as I spin this yarn. I had five hit singles that reached the Billboard charts back before you were even a twinkle in your parents' eyes. Hits like my crinkle-cut gal. I'm just airing it out. I don't want to meet your daddy because we're the same age. And the other two hits. I've been on top of the world for decades now, but lately I've been thinking about my legacy. A legacy that includes the very best cuisine a five-hit man can offer. You know where I'm going with this? Oh, you don't? Well, pull up a chair in my brand new restaurant, Five Hits. That's right, boys and girls. Jimmy Caps is going into business, and that business is high-end food, and that restaurant is called Five Hits. For years, I've been cooking up recipes that leave friends and family saying, Whoa! And now, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm bringing those recipes to you, my loyal fans. Skeet bop boo ba boo And with every meal, you get a Jimmy Five Hits concert free of charge. I'll perform one of my five hits at every seating and some deep cuts too for all you diehard fans. Come with me now as we take a look at these brand new menus, huh? Wow, look at these beauties. Gold rimmed, nothing but the best here. Wait a minute. Hold the goddamn horses. What is this? Get Terry on the phone. Get Terry on the fu- Terry. Terry, you better get your ass down here right now. These menus, they ain't right, Terry. How many of these did we buy? 5,000? Are you kidding me? 1,000 for every hit, he says, this joker. What's wrong with them? Oh, what's wrong with them? There are no spaces between five and hit in the front of the menu items, Terry. Did you even hire a proofreader? No, I didn't think you did. Oh, what's wrong with no spaces, you ask? When the number five and the word hit run together like that, Terry, you don't think there's anything wrong with that? Let me paint you a picture, Terry. The first old lady that comes in here is going to be ordering the shit burger, Terry, because that's what it looks like on the menu, you goddamn buffoon. How about you come down here, Terry, and order the shit spaghetti? Or would you like to sample the shit sushi, huh? Or try any one of our shit sandwiches that come with shit fries or a shit salad instead? If you're watching your weight, 
Terry, you better get down here right now! What? What do you mean, don't go outside, Terry? Terry, I swear to God, if the sign on the building doesn't have a space between five and hits, you're a dead man, Terry! Where's my gun? Don't let this happen to you. This is just one of the true cautionary tales we see time and time again. If you're in a pickle and need professional proofreading, you call us, the Proof Pros. I'm talking about me and my brother, Richard and Robert Proof. We're celebrating our 50th year in business as professional proofreaders. We just wouldn't be in business that long if we didn't know what we were doing. We have a three and a half star review on Google, but that's only because our neighbor has a personal vendetta against us. We're actually very good at our jobs. So whether you need business cards proofread, or you're making commemorative glasses to give out at a party that half the people will leave there anyway, you come to us, the Proof Pros. Visit us on the World Wide Web at proofpros.net. We're the Proof Pros, and we won't let this happen to you. Brian, this is your doctor. It's my expert opinion that if you want these hangovers to stop, you'll need to stop drinking forever. Ah. Or else you'll probably die. Ah. Damn it, Doc. I know that you're right. But I also know that the party won't stop because I'm not a nerd. Bring the beat back.
mind, yes, I am going up. Oh, this is so exciting. You're not going to believe this, but this is my first time on an elevator. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. A full-grown man has never been on an elevator before? It is comical, I admit it. But it's not like I grew up poor, no, no, far from it. I was very wealthy. All right, I've seen that look before and you don't believe me. But I speak the truth. Then how come you've never been on an elevator before? Is that what you're thinking? I know, but you see, it is very simple. I was born in 1718 and we didn't have elevators back then. I was born into a family of very wealthy landowners and now, before you give me that look, hear me out, okay? We originally owned all of the countryside where I grew up and we would rent our land for a sizable fee and that's how my family made their money. You're still thinking it is very far-fetched, aren't you? How can this man be born in 1718 and still not look a day over 35? Well, again, quite simple. On my 35th birthday, a few fellas took me out to the local watering hole where I met this beautiful angel who was making eyes at me from across the bar. I introduced myself and one thing led to another and suddenly I'm on top of her. Now, I was raised a gentleman and of course it was consensual. That night was the greatest night of my life and I told her that. She began to say it too and wouldn't you know it, she turned into a demon, a real life demon. I was flabbergasted to say the least and this demon told me that I had sinned, having adulted my way right into a curse and she turned me into a statue for over 300 years. Can you believe it? But last night, being stuck as a statue for 300 years outside of this very building, I saw a shooting star and I wished to be a real man again. And when I woke up, I was. And the first thing I thought was, I want to ride this very elevator. Oh, I need to pick a floor? Okay, how about 300? That seems fitting, right? Oh, it, it, it doesn't go that high? Well, I, I guess I'll take 25 then. Uh, that's a bit of a letdown, but what can we do? Oh, what's happening? What's happening? Oh my God, it's starting. Oh, what's happening? My insides in my day. Oh, Jesus Christ, am I good? Am I in hell? What the hell? What else does? Great hell, I'm pissing myself. Oh, dear God. I wish I was still a statue. I wish I was still. Oh, this is my floor. Oh, splendid. Well, have a blessed day and watch out for any demons. Car 60 is on at dispatch. What's the background, dispatch? Apparently this guy had an episode and just started firing out of nowhere. I'm calling in all of the cars in the area. Copy, dispatch. Pulling up now. Dispatch is 535, that new restaurant. Confirm car 60, shits. Say that again, dispatch. I don't think I heard you right. Shits. That's the name of the restaurant, car 60. What? Hold on, hold on. The name of the restaurant is Shits? <laughs> For real, it's called Shits. Shits. I shit you not, car 60. It's supposed to be called Five Hits, but they didn't hire a proofreader.
and there's no space between the five and the word hits. Pence shits. That is hilarious, Dispatch. No wonder he went crazy. He should have hired the proof pros. That's right. It's us again. The professional proofers. The proof pros. This is that same true cautionary tale. Don't let your lack of hiring a proofreader escalate into a hostage situation like this one. If you're in need of professional proofreading, you come to us, the Proof Pros. I'm talking again about me and my brother Richard and Robert Proof, who are once again celebrating our 50th year in business. Who are once again celebrating our 50th year in business as professional proofreaders. We just wouldn't be in business that long if we didn't know what we were doing. With the quickest turnaround in the business, we proof the heck out of all of our readings. So don't get blindsided with a shit sandwich. Hire the proof pros today. Thank you, thank you. I have been DJ Turn Signal. Good night, and I love you, Mom.